When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tennessee is the number one scoring team in the SEC, number two in the nation. As Hooker looks downfield in the end zone. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Mom was using with the call from this past year. Enzen Hooker, very good season for Tennessee. Maybe he was going to win the Heisman Trophy and then obviously gets hurt, and uh, we'll, we'll see where he ends up going in the NFL draft. I know our next guest is pretty high on Hendon Hooker. We'll catch up with our good friend Brian Baldinger in just a moment. We want to remind our live audience, Luke Swain still to come, our pal Vegas refund, talking NFL draft betting. Joey Kaddish still to come on the show as well, talking XFL and whatever the hell else is on Joey Kaddish's, uh, whatever is in, in the old betting accounts. Power Hour, Final Hour, featuring all our bets for tonight and all our bets for Game 1s this weekend to the National Basketball Association. But joining us right now, it is great to welcome him back to the program. I haven't talked to him in a little bit since the Super Bowl, but we're in NFL draft season now. So we are pleased to welcome back to the program our good friend, the great Brian Baldinger, Odyssey Sports NFL Insider. Insider calls are presented by the Odyssey NFL Draft Show. You can check out Baldy and our pal Jason Lockenfora on the first night of the draft. That's two two weeks from tonight, Thursday night, April 27th. Uh, for an inside scoop on all the best prospects. Again, 7 p.m. Eastern, two weeks from tonight, Thursday, April 27th, round one of the NFL draft on the free Odyssey app. Rumor has it that a uh, certain moron sports betting insider will join them. That person is me, so I'm looking forward to catching up with them in a couple weeks. Baldy, welcome back to the show. It's Nick Costos and Will Brinson in for Ken Barkley on this Thursday. How's it going? Well, Nick, it's been a while, but it's uh, it's going well. It's good to be with you guys. Um, you know, it's draft season, so... What else are you going to talk about but the NFL draft? That's all anybody I know wants to talk right now. So I'm all about it. Baldy, let's, uh, you know, look, I'm, I'm with you, man. It's, all, it's the only thing to talk about. And uh, I hope that uh, when you went JLC on, in two weeks from Thursday, ask you about the time in the, it was a 2012 NFL draft when we were sitting in Radio City and he was tweeting out the picks. And all of a sudden, a man with an earpiece and a, and a dark suit came down and was like, Come with me, sir. And JLC didn't tweet any more picks after that. Um, when you look at the number one overall pick, man, it's all anybody's talking about the quarterbacks, the focus in this draft because it's a deeper, not as top heavy draft. I am, uh, I'm curious, who do you think, and not necessarily like who do you think should go, but who do you think will go number one if you had to pick right now to the uh, Carolina Panthers? Which quarterback are you hearing is most likely to be the guy first off the board? Well, I don't have. Uh, you know, any special uh, radar devices to pick up signals from David Tepper in Charlotte <laughs> right now. But, you know, I think 
and just studying these guys, uh, you know, over the last two months, it'd be hard for me to pick anybody but Bryce Young if you're looking to build your franchise around a quarterback. And I know he doesn't have prototypical size, but that never stopped him from being pretty much the best player on the field every Saturday while playing at Alabama. And he just has, I honestly think his size works to his advantage because he is just so sudden and so quick and can throw from every platform. And if he was 6'3 and 220 pounds, I don't know that he could play the same way. So I actually think it's almost an advantage. And so I think he's going to be the first pick, and I think he should be the first pick. All right, so Baldy calling you the Bryce Young. He thinks he's going to be the first pick in the draft. Bryce Young minus 300 to be the first pick right now at our show sponsor, Bet MGM. Baldy, we had Pete Prisco on the show earlier this week, who's obviously covered the NFL forever. He told us that he thinks that Hendon Hooker from Tennessee is going to go in the first round of this year's draft. We had a, a pro sports better on, Baldy, just before you came on, our friend Rob Pozzola. He said that he doesn't think Hendon's going to go in the first round from what he from what he understands. He thinks it's, it's going to be only the top four quarterbacks that go in round number one. The reason why I'm phrasing the question this way is because there's a betting market open, and it's four and a half quarterbacks to go in the first round of the draft, and it's plus money that we will see five or more quarterbacks go in round number one. I know because I follow Odyssey Sports on Instagram, and everybody should as well, that uh, on your podcast in the huddle, you were talking up Hendon Hooker. I know you like the Tennessee quarterback quite a bit. Do you believe, Baldy, that Hendon Hooker, when it's all said and done, will be a first-round pick coming up two weeks from as we do this right now on April 27th? I do, Nick. I do. Um... I, I have him as my third best quarterback in this draft. And I know he's going to be, you know, he's 25, and I know he's coming off an ACL. But, like, who was – Tennessee was the doormat in the SEC before he got there, him and Josh Heupel. Like, they put Tennessee back on the map, and he's a big part of it. And all he did was get better every year, starting at Virginia Tech. Every single year he's played in college football, he improved. And I think when teams sit down and talk to Hendon Hooker and get to know him, they're going to be impressed. Like, he's a mature kid. You don't have to worry about him. He knows what his responsibilities are. Like, I just think he's got the maturity that you need uh, in a young quarterback, in, in a rookie quarterback. And I think, I think he can step in and start at a number of different places in this league. And, that, and for that reason, uh, in addition to the size and the arm and the mobility, for that reason, I think he's going to go in the first round. Baldy, do you have a do you have a sense of? Um, I mean, obviously not just your own personal opinion based on you know all the all the tape work you do, but also uh, you know just sort of what you hear from other evaluators around the league. How these other three non Bryce Young quarterbacks stack out? Um, and it, it, the answer may be as simple as no, because it's so jumbled uh, with with Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, and C.J. Stroud. Or if um, or if there's one of those guys maybe that sort of differentiates themselves from from the pack. Uh, I'm curious, just you know, you, you know how that how you blend what you hear and then also what you see on tape. Well, I mean, look, Anthony Richardson is the outlier here because you know I think the I think the combine started in Indianapolis in 1985. Nick might know that off the top of his head, but um, the ever since they've had the combine, nobody's ever blown up the combine the way Anthony Richardson did that Saturday, you know, that afternoon, and so you, you can't you can't dismiss that. Now, he's only started 13 games, but he needs a lot of seasoning. He needs a lot of work. But that's what 
coaching is. Like, give me the best athlete. I'll figure out a way to best use them and to, and to develop them. I mean, like, I'd, I'd rather start with the most talented player on the field, and let's see what we can do with them and build with them. I mean, we saw Jalen Hurts come into this league. All we've seen him do is get better and better and better. We saw Josh Allen come into this league. All we've seen him do is get better and better and better. Now, you know, you got to be wired a certain way to do that. I don't know Anthony Richardson personally, but I'm sure it seems are trying to get to know him, and they're trying to figure out, can he be that guy that could be a, just a meteor of just talent and, and, and development? Because there's going to be a team out there, and I don't know who it's going to be. They're going to say it's worth the risk because it's, it's all risk and reward. So I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to make the investment, and I'm going to bet that me, my staff, and my organization are going to give them every single um, piece of talent around them and to develop them. And so that's why this thing is so polarizing right now, because if you say, okay, Anthony Richardson, is he ready to play right now? No. Like, I wouldn't put him out there right now. Um, I don't think it would be fair to him. But I think, you know, Mahomes sat for a year. It really helped him. And I'm not comparing him to Mahomes. But, you know, I think he needs to go someplace and sit at least for a year. And so you better have the tools in place, a starter ready, a backup ready, where he can do just that. You better, you better here with Nick and Will. It is a tremendous Thursday. We're talking the NFL draft with Odyssey Sports NFL insider, the great Brian Baldinger. Baldy and Jason Lucanfora hosting a live draft show on the free Odyssey app two weeks from tonight, uh, the first night of the draft, Thursday on April 27th. Again, 7 p.m. Eastern on the free Odyssey app. Uh, Baldy, you mentioned uh, risk and reward. Um, as it regards Anthony Richardson, it feels like that is a similar moniker that you could put on Jalen Carter, albeit for for different reasons, right? For for Jalen Carter, the stud defensive lineman out of Georgia, where I think at first the thought was he might go number one overall to Chicago, and then the Bears obviously traded the pick. And now the consensus is is that Alabama's Will Anderson is going to be the first defensive player off the board. Tyree Wilson has been bandied about as a guy that could potentially go in the top five or maybe even in the top three if the Texans choose to not take a quarterback at second overall. What about Jalen Carter and the top defensive players, Baldy? Kind of like how you kind of stack them up with your tape review and what you're hearing about where they might land in that top 10 or top five. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So, like, there's a lot there, Nick, okay? So let me just break a little bit down. Like, to me, like, Jeffrey Simmons was a first-round pick coming off a torn ACL. He just got a $100 million contract in Tennessee, and I would have paid him, too. Like, he's an elite player. He makes everybody around him better. Like, to me, Jalen Carter is a bigger, more athletic Jeffrey Simmons. So if you're getting that, that's, that's you know, that's a bounty. That's a bounty right there, if you could get that. Um I don't know the off-the-field issues, Nick. I don't know how that weighs in. I don't have any of those reports. So that's something you have to factor in uh, because some of those reports are out there. Um, so, but, but, you know, Will Anderson, he came into Tuscaloosa, Nick, as an 18-year-old, you know, freshman and started day one and dominated the SEC from the first time he stepped on the field. 
like, you know, there's only a couple guys that ever do that. You know, like, you know, like, George, like, I don't even know, like, how many guys, you know, have been able to do that in, in the SEC from day one. But then you also go, okay, if I go back and forth with Jalen Carter, like, if you watch Georgia play, like, Kirby's, Kirby Smart is smarter than all of us put together. So he knows what he's doing, but it's frustrating to study these guys because they're contained rushers. They're like decoys. They're running twist stunts. They're blitzing their, their Sam linebacker. Like, you know, they're, they're stemming late. Like, you can't you – know, these guys never just line up and just rush, you know, a period, you know, like 20 plays in a row. So it's a little difficult to evaluate some of these guys. That was the trouble with Trayvon Walker last year. You know, that's why, uh, you know, guys transfer out of Georgia because they're not just, you know, edge rushers or defensive tackles playing three techniques. So they're a little tough. But to me, Jalen Carter is a more athletic and bigger uh, Jeffrey Simmons. Paulie, we're kind of uh, – I mean, it's the occurred. Were you going to say Jordan Davis or Glenn Dorsey? We were debating. I thought you were going to say Jordan Davis, the Georgia interior defensive lineman there when you talked about domination from the beginning. Well, I, I never thought Jordan Davis dominated, you know, mm. uh, be honest with you. And he didn't, he didn't do much at Philadelphia. I, I, I got to see some pass rush from him before I can ever sure. say he's going to dominate. I don't care how fast he runs a 40 in. No, that's fair. All right, so looking at the other positions in this uh, particular draft, I think cornerback, you know, it, it again, like this draft is weird, man. Usually there's a couple of blue chip guys at the top where it's like you can't trade too far down. I think Chicago really made the smart move there in, in, in with the benefit of hindsight, knowing they didn't need a court. We weren't going to take a quarterback at one. Nine is not so far that you can't grab somebody else. But I, I'm curious what you think about the cornerback class and maybe the guys at the top and how many cornerbacks – you know, defensive backs, even if you want, we could see going early in a draft where, you know, usually it needs to be a blue chip, you know, lockdown press man coverage guy to go that high. We Maybe we could see some guys creep up because this draft is so wide open. It's a good class of corners. It's a really good class. And there's going to be a run on corners, and it's not going to stop. Mm. Because you want to get – I mean, Devin Witherspoon, he looks like – you know, he hits like Ronnie Lott out there. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen a corner hit like that. But he also He's so violent. Is, he just smothers. He just smothers routes. Like he reads routes. Like he's. You could tell he's super sharp and smart. The only question they had on Weatherspoon was, did he have long enough speed to run? You know, with DK Metcalf and some of these freaks out there on the outside, and I think he can. You know, but you know, you look at Christian Gonzalez at Oregon. Um, that all the guy did was improve from the time he was at Colorado to what he did at Oregon. Um, you, you look at Joey Porter Jr., and there's pedigree there, and there's learning, and there's size and length. And we saw how important that was when we saw Sauce Gardner win the Defensive Rookie of the Year award this year. Size matters. Uh, Deontay Banks is, man, he's a good football player at Maryland, really good player. Like, that guy looks like a starting corner. He's big. He can run like the wind. He just sticks right to you. Like, he's sharp. He's a really good player. I mean, those four guys are going to be first-round picks. Uh, you know, and then there's, there's still some other players. You know, Moss at Iowa. There's other players that are good players, too. But those four at the top, like, there might be an early run on corners, starting with either Witherspoon or Gonzalez. Baldy, final question here. About 30 seconds to go. The betting market seems fairly convinced 
that Jackson Smith and Jigba of Ohio State will be the first wide receiver selected. He's about minus 400. Jordan Addison and Zay Flowers next, Quinton Johnson and Jalen Hyatt from there. Do you think the betting market is right here that Jackson Smith and Jigba should be this big of a favor to be the first wide receiver selected? We have a hard 30 seconds for this answer. It's hard to say. He only played two games this year, Nick, but you go back the year before he was a slot receiver. Now they had Marvin Harrison. You know, they had Garrett Wilson. I mean, they had Alave. You know, so he played the slot. Can he play outside? He can, you know. Um, so you have to be careful not to label him. But this looks like a class of slot receivers. Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, Josh Downs. The only guy that looks like a true X receiver in this draft at the top is Quinton Johnston. And if you want the X receiver, then that's probably the guy you're going to take. And so then Jackson Smith and Jigba probably won't be the first. But I – I, people are all over the map. I don't think it's a great class. There's, I don't believe there's Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson in this class right now. And so you're going to see fa- fascinating a real point, Baldy, on Fascinating point on Quentin Johnson there. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Baldy, we love having you on the show. We really appreciate it. We can't wait to listen to the show coming up on Draft Night with you and JLC. I'll be on it. Stay well, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Baldy. You got it, Nick. Take care. See you. Great. Brian Baldy here with us on You Better You Bet. Will and I talk more NFL Draft coming up next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.